Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unk, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unk, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Almost Famous. Today, we have a special guest. It is Maddie Pruitt-Trout. She's coming on to talk about her new book, The Love Everybody Wants. What you're looking for is already yours. She, uh, in her last release, she was a best-selling author. Um, Very excited to hear from her. Let's bring her on now. Maddie, hello. This is your post-marriage Finding Your Guy book, and I love this. Um, where should we begin? Like who, who needs to read this book? Everybody. I put the word everybody in my title for even me married, even you married. This is what's crazy. I started writing this book single. Okay. Single and miserable and mad that I was single. And then halfway through writing this book, I actually met Grant and finished this manuscript a few months into marriage. And it's really crazy that this message that I started writing single applies to me now married, which is just fun. But yeah, I really do feel like this is a book for everybody, no matter your upbringing, no matter your age, no matter your relationship status. Um, I do think that this is a message that applies to, to everybody. I'm glad you got married. And maybe for a reason <laughs> that isn't obvious. Uh, because I no longer have people messaging me saying, will you please set me up with Maddie? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Which happened Stop. all the time. 
Um, so you've, you've lightened my load a lot. Thanks for getting married. Uh, <laughs> so with that being said, you obviously came off of the show and you weren't hurting for uh, people trying to date you. Um, what made Grant different? Like, let's go back to that. Like, what, what did he do that the million other people that were trying to date you didn't do? You know, this is one of my favorite questions because I get to brag about my favorite person in this world. But I think one thing that was so different about Grant, and this is going to sound, you know, like a cheesy Christian answer, but it's actually just the truth. Um, I had never in my life met a man who had the joy that he had, the confidence that he had, and the way that he shared his the way that Jesus had changed his life and the way he shared um, just his love for people and to make a difference and to live a life on purpose. I just was literally blown away. Like I walked away from the date and I called my mom and I started crying and I was like, I literally just met my husband. And I had never, I had never been that type of girl before. I'm like, okay, here's the 400, you know, things you have to pass and Mm -hmm. you got to check this box and this box and this box. And I just, I mean, I just knew. And of course I spent the next, you know, however many months after that evaluating, you know, like, let me look at your patterns, you know, let me evaluate us together and make sure we are, you know, God's best for each other. But I just knew off the bat and it just was his joy, his love for God, the way he interacted with people, even our waiter, the way he treated him and, you know, asked questions and and just the way he shared his story and asked me questions. I just, I just knew. Um, but I mean, there's so much into that, but yeah, I, I think like pretty immediately God gave me peace and just the way that I just watched him love God and love people just drew me in immediately. How'd you guys meet? The real, okay. Well, this is what's funny. I was on a podcast, uh, about my other book made for this moment and at the podcast ended and like one of the co-hosts was like, Hey, are you single? And I was like, well, I, I mean, I am, but I'm not looking for anyone right now. I mean, I was in like the busiest season of my life. I'm like the last thing on my mind right now is a relationship. That was probably the first time I'd ever been at that point in my life. I was boy crazy growing up. So, you know, <laughs> always wanted to be in a relationship and finally reach a point where I'm like, I don't want to be in a relationship. And of course this guy's like, Hey, I have this person I want to introduce you to. And I was like, cool. I'm not really interested. Don't do blind dates. And he was like, okay, well, let me just like think on it for a little bit. Circles back around a month later. And he's like, no, I really want to set you up with this guy. He's like my best friend. And I really think you guys would click. And so we got set up on a blind date. We literally like didn't know each other. We didn't know anything about each other. Um, I ended up finding out like who he was and I stalked his Instagram right before we went on the date. And I was like, he's cute. He played basketball. It's a plus. Um, but uh, but yeah, we really didn't. We didn't know each other at all. And just like went into the first date, just like genuinely asking each other so many questions about the other person. He had never watched the show. He didn't know anything about my life other than like he had found out that I was on a TV show. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty wild. So. There's a, I want to dig in for a second then, because you guys met, he impressed you on the first day, you knew something special was going to happen. Um, obviously, for myself growing up in the church and still being very connected to my faith, I have a lot of friends who are women who are now later in life than they thought they would be and still single. Yeah. 
there's a lot to that. We could walk through and break down and figure out the reasons. One of the, the I would say, stereotypes and one of the maybe true con- themes there is that uh, I feel as a friend to them, what I tell them is you are looking for Mr. Perfect and Mr. Perfect doesn't exist. Yeah. And and so I, so you mentioned earlier, you said, OK, on the first date, you found a guy who was confident, spoke about his faith. Um, you were attracted to all those things. And you're like something special here. And then you went through the 400 other things that made sure that there is chemistry or whatever there. It's where, okay, it's in the 400 other things that I think there's an, a problem because yeah. at some point there's a 400 other things and not all 400 check off. Totally. And that one red flag, I think, especially with uh, men and women in Christian circles, they go, not my guy or not my woman, not yeah. my partner. So speak a little bit, uh, also, you know, pulling some wisdom from the book about what happens there, like what happens in that limbo space, because I think it it's becoming frustrating for many. Yeah, totally. I mean, I have, so I have a few different chapters that I feel like touch on some of the the things that you alluded to. I do have a whole chapter on specifically on red flags, because I felt like that was a big thing for me was a lot of times I've actually found myself like tolerating, you know, red flags and just ignoring them and being like, it's fine. It's not a big deal. And, uh, you know, it ended up costing me, I don't know, peace and, and purpose and so many other things that are much more valuable to me. Um, and so I, I have a whole chapter on that, but I do think that that is an important, um, an important thing to talk about when it comes to like expectations and what you're looking for in another person. And, um, you know, I have this line in my book where I talk about how unhealthy expectations, um, just, just creates, like, it just creates a tension in your life because you're just constantly fantasizing over something that's not a reality. It's not real. No one's perfect. You're not, we're not perfect. I'm not perfect. Um, but healthy expectations uphold standards. And so it's, it's being able to define what are healthy expectations. And for me, it always came back to like, what do I value most? Like, what's the most important thing to me? Like, you know, expecting someone to be this height, this job, this, you know, this personality, this, these values, this, perspective on life, this background, this, I mean, having so many expectations on someone just feels unrealistic and unhealthy. Um, And so for me, I eventually just had to get to a point of like, what do I care about the most? Like what's the most valuable thing to me? And then base that, you know, off of my decision. And I'm such a big believer personally, just in peace, which is really hard to define because it's not a feeling and it's not something you can just like check a box. But for me, like first date with Grant, I mean, it wasn't even that it was like, oh, you checked a million boxes or even moving forward past that first date. I just had like so much peace. Um, um, that he was, you know, the man I'd been praying for and 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 hoping for. Um, and so, yeah, I think we really have to like check ourselves and ask ourselves, like, are are the same things we're expecting in other people, do, do we have and do we offer? Um, I think it's really easy to just like want that in someone else and, and not even be a person who's like currently walking that out in our own lives. Um, and so for me, it's like, if I'm looking for someone, you know, who has these things and I value this in a person, am I practicing that and being that in my own life? Um, and so I do think it starts there. And then just asking yourself, like, what's the most valuable thing? Like, what's the most important thing? Is it their faith? Is it um, their family? Is it their, you know, what, I don't know, like what's the most important thing to you and then start basing your decisions off of that. Um, so yeah, I, I'd, I'd probably say that I had to, it took me a while to get to that point, but I finally got there. <laughs> what was initially a red flag or a difference that you and Grant had that you had to kind of overcome and be like, you know what, that's not really important. 
<laughs> That's a great question. That is a good question. Cause I, I write all about like the different, I have like talk about seven different red flags in my book. Um, I don't, I can't say that any of the ones that I talk about in my book Grant had, um, past relationships, there were many, um, that people had, you know, like one, like don't date potential, like dating someone for who they could be and not who they are right now. I think we do that a lot. You know, we, we hope someone will just change. And so we're willing to like put up, you know, with toxic tendencies or things that are super unhealthy because we're like, Oh, it'll get better. It'll change or they'll change for me. And we think, we can change them. Um, but what happens, you know, when they never change or they end up changing you for the worse, that's where it mm. gets really dangerous. Um, and so I have, you know, a whole section on that one. I think when, you know, behaviors and beliefs don't align. So when they just talk the talk, but they don't actually live it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, a person's behavior should tell you everything you need to know, even if they're telling you they value you, even if they tell you that they value faith, family, whatever it may be, if their life's, you know, patterns and habits aren't, habits aren't reflecting that, then there's some type of disconnect and that's not healthy. Um, and so just the importance of, you know, behaviors following their belief system and paying attention to that and what that actually looks like. Um, and so I, I think I like a, along the way through all of my different relationships, um, even, you know, dating publicly and having to really ask myself, Maddie, like, what do you value most? Like, what do you believe? Where is your identity? Um, you know, what are you looking for in a spouse? Like, those were hard questions I had to ask myself. Um, and I learned a lot along the way. I think that like there weren't red flags necessarily with Grant, I think that there are going to often be, you know, in relationships because no one's perfect, there's going to be those, I don't know what, gray flags or something, yellow flags. Beige, beige flags. Beige flags. Yeah. I'm like, what are they called? I don't know. Um, Yeah. Like there's going to be things like there were things about my life. He came from a very private, you know, life and upbringing. And, and here's, you know, this girl who lives a very public life, who her whole entire relationship was on TV for a lot of people to see. That was hard for him. He was like, I, you know, that's that's weird for me that people are coming up and they know about your life and, you know, they want to know about our relationship. Like that's new to me. And so that was something he had to really ask himself of like, do I want to be in a relationship, you know, with someone who they've, People have watched her previous relationship, you know, on display for a lot of people to see. That was something he had to figure out and ask himself. Um, And so there's just, you know, things like that, I think, along the way, just family things, you know, uh, personality things that you just have to ask yourself, like, am I willing to be okay with, you know, this aspect of their life? Um, Can I can I be okay with this? Can I still love them um, even with this? you know, thing in their life. And so I think there's, of course, going to be things like that, but it's like the red flags that we have to really pay attention to and, and ask ourselves if we can, if it's really okay. <laughs> well, you've been married long enough now that, um, I'm an expert now. Ten, I'm 10 months in, you know, you're 10 months. I'm, I'm an expert. You know, they, uh, it's funny. I had a lot of bad, uh, going into marriage advice. And a lot of it was circled around people who are like, don't do it. The, you know, it's life's going to suck. Everything gets taken away from you. All of those things were said to me. And uh, I knew Jessica well enough. I knew those things were not true. And I was excited to marry her. Um, with that being said, so marriage for me has been an, an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. But there are things once you get married where uh, the uh, the veil is lifted, the honeymoon phase is over. Uh, you're living life side by side, you're living life together. Um, and it's not as 
maybe I'm going to say like uh, euphoric as maybe a good old Christian kid is told it's going to be. Like sometimes it just doesn't feel like, um, you know, marriage makes a ton of sense. With that being said, I believe it's still worth it. So as you're 10 months in, I'm assuming that it hasn't, you know, always been perfect. So how do you and Grant deal with the imperfection while at the same time trying to heal or to get over the expectations that maybe came from growing up? And yeah. a faith background that is telling you marriage is the answer to everything. Totally. I love this question so much because honestly, the amount of voice memos that I was sending your wife about three months into marriage. Oh, really? And I'm like, Get hey, can you pray? So <laughs> I, I am so, I love this question because I don't think that this gets talked about enough because I do think there's a reality of marriage is such a gift. And I think all three of us could agree. It's such a gift. It's great. It's amazing. It's a blessing. But at the same time, like a good relationship, like any good relationship is going to take work and there's a lot that you got to put into it. And I think one thing that I personally didn't realize was I was honestly coming into marriage very me focused. Like how is marriage going to, you know, bless me and what am I, how's it going to make me feel? And what am I going to get out of it? How's it going to serve me? And I just realized very quickly that in order for this marriage to be the healthiest and strongest that it can be, first of all, it's got to be rooted on something bigger than me and something bitter, bigger than you and bigger than us. It's got to be rooted on on God's love. And so, the, you know, I knew that, but I think it came, you know, to a whole new, it, it just was, it's a whole new thing when you're actually having to walk it out. And so um, for me realizing that, and then also realizing, hey, this is a we relationship, not a me relationship. And so for me, for us to have a healthy and strong relationship, like I got to constantly be viewing this as like, how can I serve you? How can I love you? How can I, you know, add value to your life and lay my life down for you um, and vice versa. And so I, I definitely think that has taken a very long, I say a long time. I'm like, we're 10 months in that took like, you know, six or seven months for me to really um, embrace that perspective. I think the first few months I was very much seeing marriage as a gift, but also very much to be honest, you know, grieving my single life, like grieving, mm. um, you know, life as an independent of being able to do whatever I wanted, when I wanted, how I want you know? And that's just something I didn't feel like you said, Ben, like the church really talked about. It was just like, marriage is awesome. It's the best find your person and everything will be perfect. Yeah. And you get into marriage and all of a sudden you're like, is something wrong with me? Did I make, you know, did I, did I not hear from God? And it's just like, no, everybody has those feelings because you're literally marrying an imperfect human. And by the way, you're imperfect. And that was a rude awakening for me. I was like, oh, all these things I thought I had already dealt with in my life are resurfacing, you know, insecurities and past pains and hurts and traumas and trust issues and all the things like they're resurfacing. And, you know, I'm having to, I'm having to deal with them. And so, yes, I I think, you know, the biggest thing for us has truly been like, hey, what is the why behind our marriage? What is the purpose behind our marriage? It's so much bigger than us. It's not about us. It's about, you know, a greater love. And truly, that's really why I wrote this book was even in my singleness, realizing, you know, Maddie, you're looking for all the right things in all the wrong places. You're trying to find 
this amazing love that's going to complete you and satisfy you and fulfill you in every single way in another person. And that just can't be found in another person. And I tried for so long for it to be found in another person. And so that was kind of the awakening and epiphany I had in singleness. And it was almost like I had to relearn that in marriage too. Like, oh yeah, he, he can't meet my every desire and need and satisfy me in every way. He's going to continue to fail me and I'm going to continue to fail him. And it's just having that, that patience and that forgiveness and that kindness um, towards each other and just keeping the right perspective that's honestly kept us just moving forward. (laughs) What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChapaCasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. You guys didn't live together before you got married, so I'm assuming that was a huge like not a hurdle let's just call it a hurdle because like joining yourself in the same house is it's huge because like then you have to live with you have to you have to learn each other's just like living tendencies did that play a role in maybe the first few months being like oh wow this isn't as magical as i thought you know i think it's definitely when like as as a christian when you're really pursuing you know purity and and god's will like i will say you know yeah getting getting married it's like you go from zero to 100 it's like, yeah whoa there's a lot of things i'm introducing in my life right now yeah, I, yes. i've never i ain't never done that before okay totally. this is new and so i definitely think there was of course like an adjustment like anything you know um it's change it's an adjustment there's um a lot you're learning in a very quick time it's all happening you know quickly um i will say though even though it had of course it's like challenges like i look back and i'm truly so 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 grateful that um that was our story and that we yeah that we we hadn't lived together and that we hadn't slept together and that that was something that we did say for marriage i think it it of course like i said you know there was the you have to figure it out at the beginning but it also you know in my opinion made it that much more special and um just really invited you know, got into it in such a special way too. And so I'm super grateful for it. And I actually have a whole chapter also on purity alone, because I think that is such a um, hot topic in a lot of different ways. Um, And, you know, something that is not easy, but I do believe it's, it's super worth it. And so, yeah, definitely, definitely an adjustment. Um, But I think the surprise is, you know, that were just like, oh, didn't know that about you, you know, have now become like things that I, I truly love and value, you know, uh, about him and and about our relationship and just grateful that it, it is a part of our, our story. There's, um, you know, Maddie, the, the beauty of this is I, I do think books like yours, the love that everybody wants is important because as I said before, I think there is a, um, a large lie kind of with great intentions coming through, especially people trying to do relationships right and well and honoring in God's eyes and honoring to the faith that you're professing. There's a large lie of uh, beneath it that needs to be, uh, there needs to be some reality and truth exposed. Like, Hey, when you get married, it's not all rainbows and butterflies. Like it sometimes really sucks. It's sometimes really hard. Sometimes you question everything about yourself and you got to work through that and all these things. And hey, when you're dating, um, sometimes you're going to, you know, maybe not make the wise decision and date the right person or you're going to take it steps farther than you thought you ever would. And there's going to have to be a lot of grace and forgiveness within that. And all these things that are told over and over again within the church, I think books like yours can help bring a reality to uh, people that are pursuing and dating. And so my question then with this is if there's somebody out there um, I want to go to the single person uh, who is listening to this say, I'm going to read the book. I just love Maddie. I read anything she writes. And I, I'm very intrigued by this book. What's I, I guess, Let me rephrase this. What's the message to the reader that you hope they get from your book? Yeah. 
in general, married, single, dating, whatever, in general? I think it's a two part one. I want to speak to, cause you alluded to this. Um, I think one of the biggest messages that I, I truly do want, you know, people to take away from this again, no matter where their faith background is or, or who they are, or what they come from or the decisions they made up until this point is truly that a partner in life is not meant to complete you and will never complete you. And they are meant to be a compliment to you. They are meant to add, add value to your life. They are meant to be an addition, but not a completion. And that your person, your purpose is not a person. Your identity is not a relationship status. Um, we have so much value to add to this world, no matter we are, if we're in a single season of life, a married season of life, um, our heart cannot be whole and complete by anyone else other than the one who created it. And so that is something that I'm extremely passionate about is just helping, um, especially women understand, like you don't have to compromise your values and convictions. You don't have to change who you are in order to be liked and accepted by someone else. You actually can just be, um, exactly who God has called you to be and trust that you are where you are for a reason and that you're not walking around less whole or half a person um, waiting for someone else to come along and complete you. Like there, there is so much, um, there's just so much on your life. And uh, I just think that's something that I'm, I'm super, super passionate about. And then really the inspiration behind this book um, came when, you know, I was at a place in my life where I was miserable being single and I didn't want to be single. And every single one of my friends were getting married. And I think I had caught like 15 wedding bouquets. And I was like, in this thing, I'm supposed to like do something, you know, like, aren't I supposed to be married by now? Like I was so confused and I was frustrated. And I was like, okay, I thought I was gonna be married by, you know, this age. And I thought I would be having kids by now. And I thought this is what my life would look like. And I was just so frustrated. And I remember, uh, you know, reading in the Bible, Matthew 22, the two greatest commandments that I'd grew up hearing like a million times in church. And I was like, okay, like, God, why are you like, you know, these verses on my heart, but it was like, I saw it in a new light. And in these verses, it talks about, you know, our two greatest commandments, our greatest calling and purpose in this life is to love the Lord, our God, with all of our heart, soul, and mind. And then the second says, and to love your neighbor as yourself. And for the first time, I saw these three loves being highlighted to me and not only the importance of these three loves, but the importance of the order of these three loves. And so in this book, I wanted to talk about, hey, it starts as the foundation. God's love is the foundation for everything in which we build on. And if we don't get that right, it's like we're trying to build a house on quicksand. It's like, it's going to, it's going to fall. It's going to mess up. It's going to be like, especially when storms of life come, like we've got to have our foundation built on something greater than ourselves um, and on something greater than this world. And so having our life and our love life built on God's love. And then the second is learning to love and value ourselves. I think for a lot of us, we don't know how to love ourselves and we definitely don't know how to like ourselves. And so it's like, how do we learn how to value ourselves, see ourselves as valuable so that we can enter into these relationships and with other people from a place of, I know who I am and whether you accept me or reject me, that doesn't take or steal um, from my, you know, the reality of my identity and who I am Um, and being able to enter relationships from a place of abundance and not lack, not looking to be completed, but looking to find someone to compliment and looking for someone to compliment us. And so those are the two, you know, first two loves. And then the third is, you know, from those two places, having healthy and strong relationships with God and ourselves, then we're able to, you know, develop healthy and strong relationships with other people. And so it's getting those relationships um, in order that we're able to have the thriving relationships and love that we all deep down want. 
So my nanny, Dawson's nanny, she is the most amazing angel on earth. And I'm so blessed to have her. Like when we found her, we were like, what's your schedule like? Like, what do you need us to work around? And she was like, I just want to go to church on Sundays. I feel like I could have Sundays mainly off. Oh, and I was like, you're hired. <laughs> um, and right answer. <laughs> she, yes, she's just literally the perfect partner I could ever imagine for somebody. But she says that like she has a really hard time dating because like she basically just dates in her church's circle. So yeah. like all the people in her church are just they just kind of that's the pool. That's the dating pool. Yeah. What advice do you have for her? Like somebody who's looking for somebody of faith, but like is it's was has having a hard time finding it. Yeah. Well, you're not alone. And I understand that. I remember being at a place where I felt like, okay, at some point I'm going to have to compromise. Like at some point I'm going to have to just settle because like, I'm just not seeing anybody who's, you know, reaching that like level that I had just been praying for and hoping for. And so I remember having that doubt and that frustration um, for a very long time. And every relationship that I would see, or that I would even like start talking to someone, it was like, they would have, you know, certain qualities that I'm like, that's awesome. But I would have to settle in this area. Um, I just would, I mean, I would continue to encourage her and those listening, um, you know, your environment does matter. Like, I do love that she is in a church environment looking, you know, for a spouse. Um, I, I think your environment matters and making sure that you are setting yourself up for success by being in an environment in which you would want to find, you know, a, a potential partner and someone that you would, you know, want to spend the rest of your life with. Um, I think like, you know, for me, it's like what, you know, what are the things that matter most to her? What is, what are the, you know, what's the the checklist, I guess, um, that she's looking for? And I think for me, it, it finally came down to like um, three things. And I call it like my three C's, um, you know, in the, in the book. But the first one is just convictions. Like what are, what are, what are his convictions? Like, is he actually following Jesus or does he just say that he like, follows Jesus? Like, is he actually living a life that reflects um, what he says he believes? And then two is, is character. Like, is he a person of his word? Is he someone who, um, you know, finishes what he starts? Is he someone who is trustworthy? Is he someone who um, speaks highly of other people and is life-giving? Um, and then the last one is chemistry. I'm like, yeah, like, I want to, I want to like looking at you. I want to, I want to like be able to like want to kiss you. Yeah. I know. Right. <laughs> like, I'm like, I, I I mean, I had, I admire the people that are like, that does not matter. I admire that. To me, I was like, I'm going to be laying down next to you every single, every single yeah. night when we get married one day. So, um, I want to, I want to like looking at you. And yeah. so, yeah, I mean, for me, I finally just like, I, I narrowed it down to those three things. And I was like, this is what, this is what it would take for me to like, say I'm your girlfriend and, mm -hmm. um, and to start dating. And then I, you know, there's a whole nother set of things that I evaluated once we started dating, evaluating, could you be, um, you know, my spouse, but I would just say, you know, define what those deal breakers are, like define what those things are that you're looking for. I think for a lot of people, they don't find what they're looking for because they don't know what they're looking for. They don't have, they don't have sure um, vision for like what it is that they actually want. They're just basing it off of feelings or they're basing it off of culture. Um, and it's like, hey, you got to know, like at the end of the day, what's going to be, who, who do you want to spend the rest of your life with? Like, what kind of person do you want to be with? What kind of person do you want raising your children one day? Um, and asking yourself those serious questions and then praying. Like I, I, I wrote down those things and I just started praying and I was like, okay, Lord, if this is, if this is your will for my life, like this is, um, this is what I'm believing for. Yeah.
What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Do you think that your person... Who you decide to be with is like a choice and that there's many people out there that could be the person that you can live a happy life with? Or do you feel that like God destined you to be with Grant? So here's where I play devil's advocate on both sides. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't have just a point blank answer to that question. Um, I've heard 
I've heard many different people have point blank answers to that question. I think in my particular situation, there were many moments I 1000% could have married someone else. And I think God would have blessed it. And I think it would have been, um, I think it would have been a good marriage. I really do. Um, you know, I dated someone for four years in college and he loved God and we, you know, had similar just value statements for life. We saw things the same way and, um, we had fun together and, and, you know, he checked off the three C's that I just listed off, Mm -hmm. but, um, at the end of the day, like the one thing that was missing for me was peace. Like I just did not have a peace. Like I could not, I could not get my heart around, like you are just who I'm supposed to be with. And it, and again, it was like, I could have just made the decision. I could have just been like, no, we're going to, we're like, we're going to get married. And I think it would have been fine. And so that's where like, I go back and forth. Cause I do, I do feel now I'm like, no, Grant was literally God's best for me. And mm-hmm. I'm so glad that I didn't settle. I am glad that I trusted just those little inklings. Like, I think a lot of times we have gut feelings that sometimes we ignore, mm-hmm. um, you know, where it's like, Oh, I think there's more. I think there's better. I think God has something different for me. And we can choose to push those down, uh, those feelings down and just do whatever we want. And and I do think if we still give it to God, he could still bless it. Um, so I do think that there's many different people that, you know, we could be with. I don't know that I would say there's just one soulmate out there. I don't know that I believe in like the definition of a soulmate, but I will say, um, you know, I do believe Grant is God's best. So I feel like I'm contradicting myself, but I just, I do think that for me, it came down to just like peace. Like I, I didn't have peace about the guy that I could have married. Um, and then I had so much peace about Grant from the very beginning and like followed that peace till the end. And so, um, naturally I can say, I do think that he was God's best for me, but at the same time, do I think I could have married someone else? Absolutely. I think that's a great answer. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, I was like, I, I was like, I don't know. I feel like I'm running. <laughs> no, 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 no. It all makes sense for sure. Well, Maddie, thank you so much. When is the book out? The book is out September 19th. So oh my God, literally I, any day now. I know it's literally crazy. It's here. I've been working on it. Like I said, I started writing it single. So I feel like I've been working on this thing for forever. Um, and so I'm very, very excited that it's here. Well, thank you so much. Um, we are really excited for you. You are you're killing it. You're doing a great job. Just thank be you a, a good leader in this world. All right. Thank you. See ya. Bye. Again, if everybody wants to pick up the love everybody wants, what you're looking for is already yours by Maddie Pruitt Trout. Uh, it is her recent addition to uh, using her wisdom and her words and her faith. Um, so all of us can enjoy um, what she's learning and what she's going through. So make sure you go pick that up. Thanks for Maddie for coming on until next time. I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. See ya. Follow the Ben and Ashley. I almost famous podcasts on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks. Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, Yeah. 
and some waves so we could go surfing. Oh. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash PowerSafely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes.